the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Well, good morning. It is nice to be with you again. Bruce Hooley back here in the studios of the Answer Network, 94.5 Dayton, 98.9 Columbus. I have been uh, gone since uh, last Thursday, Wednesday, we did the show on tape for you, and a lot has happened, and we have a lot to get to, so it should be a fast-moving show today, an exciting show today, and I invite your participation, 844-TALK-989, 844-TALK-989. And maybe a few more pauses than normal today, because I'm fighting a little bit of a cough, but it is great to be back with you. We will get to the Twitter files. That is what the Elon Musk disclosures of internal conversations at Twitter around cooperation with the Democratic National Committee to silence and deplatform and keep America from knowing about the revelations in the Hunter Biden laptop. Probably around 12.30 today, maybe 12.45, we'll visit with Josh Pick of Aptus Wealth Management at 12.30 today. It is December the 5th, so you have a little bit more than three weeks to get rid of all those end-of-year financial things that you need to do, 401k-related, tax-related, flexible spending account-related, all those things. A little instruction on those matters at 12.30 today. And we have an interview, an exclusive interview, between the Columbus Dispatch and Ohio State outgoing President Christina Johnson about why she resigned. And typically when you get an exclusive interview, you get uh, exclusive information. Uh, They got none. Not the fault of the reporter. They asked what appears to be the right questions. And I think the reason why they wrote it the way they wrote it is because if you list the questions you ask, then you show people that at least you asked the right questions. And if Christina Johnson's not going to tell you why she's resigning and Ohio State is not going to tell you why she's resigning, then shut up and pay your taxes and don't expect answers. Shut up and pay your kids' tuition bill and don't expect answers. You will get nothing and like it. But let's start with what happened Saturday morning in Clintonville at what was scheduled to be the Holly Drag Storytime event at the First Unitarian Universalist Church on West Westheimer Road in Clintonville. Uh, The First Unitarian Universalist Church, if you're not familiar, is basically a church where the key word in all that gobbledygook of a title is Unitarian. Uh, Unitarian is based upon the word unity, which means everybody's united, which means pretty much anything goes at the First Unitarian Universalist Church. If you're... uh, Muslim, if you're a Hindu, if you're a Krishna, if you're a Jehovah's Witness, if you're a tree hugger, if you are someone who wants to invent your own interpretation of God, you're welcome at the First Unitarian Universalist Church. 
And uh, in within that church operates a community school called the Red Oak Community School. Oak rhymes with woke. In the interest of full disclosure, if they really want to tell people who they are and what they're about, I would humbly suggest they change the name of their school to Red Woke Community School because they are everything you would anticipate in a super woke school. They're all about social-emotional learning. They're all about critical race theory. They're all about white guilt. They're all about all the things that if you're someone who prizes truth, and by the way, I have a very special treat for you today just after noon, a little demonstration of what actual truth is and what nonsensical truth is positioned as, but is actually not. So Saturday, we're supposed to have a drag show. Three men dressed garishly as women. We're going to get up on stage, cavort around, perform. I've said drag is essentially modern blackface. Blackface is and should be considered racist because it is a caricature depiction of black people. No one performs in blackface anymore because it is known as racist. Drag shows... take men and they perform as women presenting a caricatured view of what women are and what femininity is. There's nothing feminine. There's nothing true. There's nothing authentic about the depiction of women by drag performers. It is garish. It is exaggerated, purposefully so. It is hypersexualized. And so the goal of a drag show that invites children, and this drag show did. Oh, it's a holiday drag show. It's a drag show for kids under the age of two, admitted free, bring your kids. It's all fun and games. Was meant to expose children, impressionable young minds, to the hypersexualized, line blurring, if not line erasing, distinction between men and women. And so. People in the community who think this is damaging to kids were going to show up and protest it. And once a protest was in the midst of being organized, you really don't have control over who else joins in that protest. And sometimes people join in that protest who may share your views on drag shows, but whose views you may not share in other things. See, this is the way the left disparages the objection to the sexualization of children, which is a movement to eventually decriminalize pedophilia. That is what the whole LGBTQ agenda is going to become about as long as lesbians and gays allow themselves to be partnered with transgender people. If you do not want, and there are some in the LG community who do not want to be a part of this. That's why we have organizations like Gays Against Groomers. There are some who say, no, I don't want transgenderism to be a part of the community I'm in. But far too few, Stonewall Union in Columbus, for instance, is guilty of this. They feel like, well, anybody who's going to join in 
the movement to advance the rights of same-sex couples, they're my friend. They're the enemy of my enemy. They're the enemy of truth. They're the enemy of biblical conservatism. Therefore, they're my friend. So I want the L- I'm happy to have the T attached to the LGB community. Well, just know their agenda is to hypersexualize children, to decriminalize pedophilia. And so their agenda becomes your agenda. And you may not like that as a gay person, but that's the truth of it. And so I get why you would disparage the people who protest against drag shows by saying, well, look, well, look, well, look, there are extremists at that protest. The Proud Boys are there. The Proud Boys are an extremist organization. Some of them are charged with seditious conspiracy and related to the January 6th riot at the Capitol. And some of them may, in fact, prove to be guilty and may have already been proven to be guilty. I've tired of following the... uh, political partisanship with January 6th, so I can't say with certainty whether some have been convicted. My guess is some haven't. My assessment is some probably deserve to be. But it doesn't mean that everybody at the Capitol on January 6th shared the same exact views as the Proud Boys who committed, if they did, seditious conspiracy. And it certainly doesn't mean that good, upstanding citizens in our community who don't want the hypersexualization of children by drag shows to go without being protested, it doesn't mean that if they join in protesting that event with the Proud Boys that everything they think is exactly the same as what the most extreme of the Proud Boys think. See, it is possible that members of the Proud Boys who showed up in camo with assault rifles to clearly send a message of intimidation, it is possible that good people can be aligned in protesting drag shows with the Proud Boys who are protesting drag shows and have very little, in fact, nothing else in common with the Proud Boys. So I was out of town Saturday. I was in Canton, Ohio, which, ironically or not, I was immersing myself in what's great about our secondary education system. I was at the state football playoffs, and I loved the state football playoffs. I was working the state football playoffs for a web entity that I right for. And I love the state football playoffs because it's communities supporting kids who are united in a team event where they sublimate their own individual egos and desires for the good of the whole. I find that to be a wholesome endeavor. And I enjoy uplifting those values through what I write about those teams. I do not find the efforts of Teachers who fly transgender flags and LGBTQ flags in their classrooms, I do not find them to be about upholding values that are good for our kids, good for our schools, or good for our communities. So I would have, had I been in town, stood there on the street protesting against that drag show, but it doesn't mean that I'm desiring to be a member of the Proud Boys. And we'll talk about the lies being told about that event next. Bruce Hooley Show on The Answer. You can catch the podcast. Go to 989theanswer.com, theanswerdayton.com. Download the podcast. Pam takes the commercials out, so you get it in about 20-minute content segments. Perfect for a walk, perfect for a uh, Stairmaster workout or a treadmill workout or whatever. Check it out, 989theanswer.com, theanswerdayton.com. Saturday was supposed to be the Holly Time 
drag show event, I'll call it, at the First Unitarian Universalist Church, sponsored by Red Oak Community School, or more accurately, Red Woke Community School, because they endorse all the things that I would not endorse, and all the things that I was concerned about when I took our kids out of public school and put them in private school. And if any of the things that Red Oak Community School sanctions occur at the private school my children attend, we will no longer be attending there. But it is, of course, a parent's right to educate their child how they want. But parents need to know how their children are being educated. And there's ample, ample proof that a lot of parents around the country and right here in our own communities don't know how their kids' minds are being twisted toward things that parents don't approve of. I'll have proof of that momentarily. But first, back to the event Saturday. I spoke with someone who uh, works in that area of town in Clintonville. And uh, this uh, person said that it was uh, a tense scene there Saturday. The drag show event was canceled. And the reason why it was canceled, according to Cheryl Ryan, who is the Red Woke Community School manager, uh, she says that uh, the Columbus police couldn't guarantee the safety of the event. And so... They canceled it. Well, uh, I'm going to say that uh, Cheryl Ryan has a little problem with uh, being authentic. And the reason I say that is because guess who's coming to the defense of Columbus police in this? No, 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 no. Not me. Not a lieutenant. Not a longtime law enforcement officer. Known police uh What's the word I could use here? Known police, I'll be kind. Questioner, Mayor Andrew Ginther. Mayor Andrew Ginther, whose every action as mayor, other than all the uh, many rounds of golf he plays, uh, is to do everything he can to demoralize Columbus police and lessen the effectiveness of Columbus police. But Andrew Ginther, in a prepared statement, of course, because he couldn't dare answer any questions because he can't think fast enough on his feet to answer questions from reporters, or otherwise he might look like the boob that he is. Uh, Andrew Ginther released a statement saying that, no, no, Columbus police moved heaven and earth to meet with the people from Red Woke Community School, First Unitarian Universalist Church, and that and that there was even an LGBTQ-owned security firm that was involved in the run-up to the event, almost a month in advance to try to keep everything safe. So Cheryl Ryan saying that Columbus police didn't do anything, didn't guarantee her any safety. It just doesn't hold water. If Andrew Ginther's on the other side of someone disparaging police, then you know that the cops did everything they possibly could have. Public Information Sergeant Jeffrey Mooney said that they learned about the Holly Time drag show in mid-November, and they met with all parties to discuss the event and a safety plan. He says the school requested a special duty officer and then canceled the request the same day. So this looks to me like the people on the side of the drag show wanted to publicize the drag show. And then when they realized, oh, crap, other people found out about this drag show, and now they're going to come out and protest it. Okay, we can't do it. Because parents are going to make it difficult for us. We thought we could do this in a vacuum. Guess what? This reminds me of the light 
exposed, the light shining on the darkness exposes the darkness and the darkness does not understand, comprehend, or want the light. They wanted to do this in private. And they thought if they put the publicity for it on their own little Facebook page, nobody would notice it. If they sent it out to their own people from the school, nobody who was against drag shows for kids would notice and they could just go about their merry little business. But somebody, some good citizen, noticed it and sent it around to other people going, you know about this? <clears throat> and it didn't go well for Red Oak Community School. Uh, let me just read you from uh, Mayor Andrew Ginther's statement. He says, a safety plan was developed that included coordination between Columbus police and a private security firm owned, operated, and staffed by LGBTQ members. You can't get more cooperative than that. Okay? Of course, he had to say his normal disparaging things about the Proud Boys, which included that they're a hate group designated by the Southern Poverty Law Center. You know what? I'm a hate group designated by the Southern Poverty Law Center. Anybody who stands for biblical truth is branded a hate group by the Southern Poverty Law Center. I don't know how they got any credibility. They should have none. Andrew Ginther says, The Proud Boys are an extreme white nationalist ideology whose beliefs stand in stark contrast with who we are as a city. Well, maybe some of that's good. I stand in stark contrast to your values as a city. I stand in stark contrast to your views on juvenile detention or lack of same. So that doesn't make you a bad person if you stand in stark contrast to who you are as a city, Andrew Ginther. More from his statement. LGBTQ plus community leaders have been in conversations with Red Oak, local security professionals, law enforcement, blah, 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 blah. So the woman from the school is lying. Now, why is this important that parents know what's going on in schools? Because last Wednesday, after I was last with you live, Libs of TikTok published the revelations that in Upper Arlington, a youth librarian was invited in to speak to sixth grade students in UA. And the parents knew nothing about it. And she came in and brought books on coming of age. And a girl who befriended a transgender boy and then began to believe she might be transgender as well. Oh, we're not grooming kids, no. The principal of the school did not know this person was going to be invited in. The parents of the school were not told this person was going to be invited in. And so now, after the fact, after these students have been exposed to this radicalized sexual nonsense, the parents want answers. Of course they want answers. And they should get answers. They should demand answers. But this is why... You stand against evil. This is why you get out on the street in front of a drag show or where a drag show is scheduled. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. 
the explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.